Oh, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. CD Slap. Coming to you live from beautiful Series, California, home of the Infinity Studios. Get it, Savage. It's Monday morning, the pod is dropped. Cue up the new soap and the coffee pot. You know these cats got a lot to say. Savage O'Malley and Billy A. Yep. Hip hop life and movies too. Keeping up on the trends just like you. CD slaps hooked up with this funky beat. Oh, you know the boys, we love to eat. Grub it. It's all part of the show. We love to bring to your earbuds hell. We even sing. Mm-hmm. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And like Biggie said, now you know Do you need a break and escape just to ease your mind? Well look no further than your homies in the 209 Because it's time to lose all those blues that got you stressed out Give us one hour and you know we'll knock that mess out The best route is music, movies, laughter, and friends The conversation's starting, y'all jump on Come in on. And you know it won't stop, you know it don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, friend. The party don't stop, the party don't end. Now let's let the episode begin. What up, what up, what up, and uh, welcome to another episode of the 209 till infinity podcast. As always, it's your boy DJ Billy A coming to you live from my own California A and across the way in series California A is my man 50 grand. Get up on your mic and tell them who you am, my friend. What's going on, my people, my people, my people? It's your boy, Big Skis, aka Savage O'Malley, aka Drill Bit, aka Alabama 10, aka Slick Boy Sav. Alabama 10. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've heard that one yet. Is there a story behind Alabama 10? <laughs> yeah, I remember I was like the first time I went to Bama, like I got hit on twice. And oh, I was like, yeah, apparently yeah, I'm in yeah. Alabama 10. That's right. That's right. That's right. You know, there used to be a show called Hot in Cleveland. I don't know if you ever, Betty White was in it, and mm-hmm. there was a bunch of other ladies, and I don't remember. The whole premise of that show was kind of similar to what you're talking about as being in Alabama 10. They were in L.A. In L.A., they were just regular ladies, but they were hot in Cleveland. So they ended up staying, and for some reason, they get out to Cleveland, and they stay in Cleveland because they're hot in Cleveland. They weren't hot in L.A., but in Cleveland, they were doing big things. So <clears throat> well, I can that, t- might be, that might be similar to your Alabama 10. I can tell you this. Uh, it, it's happened more than one occasion uh, on a trip. Uh, and they don't flat out say, you know what I mean? And people are nicer in the South, and then I like to have a little fun with it. Sure. But but uh, it, it happened again this trip. I just went. This one thing that we're going to talk about, I just went on a trip right. uh, to, to the old Alabama. And uh, right. I, I, dr- I flew out there, did my, got my, got landed, went and saw my kid, and then went back to the area where the hotel was. And uh, <clears throat> I really wanted a steak. Okay. And so uh, there was a Texas Roadhouse. Like, I know I can get Texas Roadhouse here, but I really felt like a steak. And uh, to be honest, I don't eat Texas Roadhouse here. If I'm here, I can make my own steak. So it was right. kind of cool. Like, you know, I don't really go out for steak. So it worked out 
So I go up and and uh, and I don't know if this is all Texas Roadhouses or just maybe like in the south or whatever, but they have like a walk up takeout window now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I walk up and uh, I'm looking at the menu, and uh, I walk up to the lady and this younger girl, I probably 22, 23, something like that. Yeah, yeah. And she goes, "Did you want to make an order, honey?" That's- I said, right. yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, you guys still open? Like, can I get an order? Because it was all—it was eight thirty, and they close at nine. So I guess there's a time limit right. between, you know, sure. when you're the, that asshole. Right. Yeah. And no, uh, she's like, you got plenty of time. And I said, all right. And she goes, you from around here? And I was like, why do you ask? She says, <laughs> your skin's too pretty to be from out here. Really? Your skin's too pretty. (laughs) Really? And I was like, what? I mean, thank you, I guess. But I. I, Right. And she's just like. Alabama, like Tatooine, they got an extra sun. It's just much hotter. I don't know, dude. People's skin. I don't. What's going on out there? I've thought about this for a while, and this is what I think it is. Right. Out here, right? khakis and a polo shirt uh-huh pretty standard business casual i wear it to work every day that's my work attire right i yeah. told the story how when i first got hired i asked the the district chief hey what's the dress code like and she's like why what do you wear and i said khakis and a polo and she laughed like she's like it's pretty casual now because of COVID. You're going to be overdressed. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, like, yeah. And that's just kind of what I wear, and that's just, you know, the the SAV social worker uniform now. Right. But I'll be honest, out there, like, that's not normal. Right. So I think the polo shirt, the khakis, right? I'm not wearing a trucker hat, and, you know, like, I, you know, my hair's yeah. done because when I get up and I go to the airport, I, you know, I'm dressed for work that day. So I think it's a combination of all those things. Okay. You know, like, and and I know it sounds funny, but like, oh, he's got a collared shirt on. The guy must be an attorney. (laughs) I don't don't know what it is, dude. (laughs) But the lady at Yo Mama's, the TSA Uh, agent. Yes. Now this lady, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why it's funny I tell him I'm Alabama 10 when I'm in the office. Okay. I had forgotten about that. I remember we had talked about that now, but uh, there's so many AKAs and nicknames. Sometimes I get a little lost in it. Well, if my voice sounds a little different today, I've, I've got a cold. So uh, I'm going to give you a run for your money in the uh, old uh, bedroom voice department today because I got that uh, got that uh, raspy, chesty thing happening today, Sam. So mm-hmm, yeah, watch mm-hmm, out. Mm-hmm. Watch out, 209. The, the Night Voice Part 2, the sequel coming at you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just wanted to let everybody know I wasn't trying to be sexy. I actually have a cold. Yeah, that's what's going on. Well, I can tell you this. Um, it has been a uh, busy time with things going on for us. Insane. Yeah, this is why we're here again over the phone. Uh, you know, it's in the four years we've done this, it's never been this difficult to get together as it has been in the last like month or so it just doesn't seem to be able to happen or click or life is just more insane now than it's been in the last four years even during quarantine 
uh, other than, you know, they told us not to go out. I could have gotten to you and we could have recorded. We just chose to you, obey the you, rules. You almost went full outlaw. Yeah, I almost did. But, you know, even then, it, I was only not leaving the house because they told us not to, right? I could have got there. But now it's literally just life continually just getting in the way. Like, you know what they say? Life has a tendency to get in the way. And that's really what it is, man. The best laid plans... You know, you can plan and prepare and have everything ready to the T. And then somebody throws you a damn curveball, man. Life throws you that damn curveball. And you're not ready for it, man. It'll knock you on your ass. And that's basically what's been happening the last couple of weeks. It's been one thing after another, dude. Just insane. Insane. Well, I know this. It's it's And, and we have discussed this. Where we are in our lives today versus where we are where when we started, you know, many years ago is so yeah. drastically different, you know what I mean? Yes. The yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the 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 old phrase, you know what I mean, life comes at you fast or you know, does you know, you know, time time <laughs> just time flies, if you will. Like Yes. All the, those cliches. Yeah, yeah. Over. They're all yeah. they're all a saying for a reason. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, and it's the truth, man. and uh, you know, we are in such drastically different places. We're in the same place, but in the diff- in such drastically different places than we yeah. were so many years ago. Like things change, our lives change, like uh, schedules, timing, all that stuff change. So absolutely, absolutely, it was literally two Saturdays in a row, I think that we were getting ready to record uh, and one of my sons got sick. Two, 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 two separate occasions that we were supposed to record. Uh, two weeks ago, I think it was, my son, Will, called me, didn't have a car, needed me to pick him up, take him to his girlfriend's car so that he could go to the ER because he was running a fever. Uh, that was that was one of the Saturdays we were supposed to record. So I jumped in the car, you know, had the sanitizer and the mask, threw him in the back seat, took him over to his car so that he could go to the ER and get checked out because he was running a fever. Uh, and then we, I think, ended up recording later in the evening or the next day, I forget. And then this last Saturday, uh, we were supposed to record. And uh, my son got a tattoo on Tuesday. He got a tiger on his front. I don't know what you call that. It's not the thigh, but the front of his leg. The quad, uh, sir. The quad. He got a tattoo of a tiger on his quad. Tuesday. Well, I get a call uh, late Friday night. Uh, my ex-wife says, hey, you know, Max is... No, excuse me, Saturday night. Because we were going to leave for camping Sunday morning. Saturday night, I get a call. Max is throwing up. He's running a fever. He, like, threw up all night. He's throwing up all night. Can you... Uh, can he come to your house? Because we're getting ready to go out of town. I said, he can come to my house, uh, but he'd be here all day Saturday. I said, but I'm leaving Sunday to go camping. I said, so he will be on his own. She said, well, I'll be back and I'll pick him up. I go, okay. Well, after I got off the phone with her, I had to go do something for work. So I went and showed somebody a house. I get a call. Look, we're taking him to the ER. He took his bandage off his tattoo and it's red. And I said, well, you know, that's normal after you get, he just got it Tuesday. I said, that's kind of normal when you first get a tattoo, it'll be red, it'll be irritated. It's literally someone dragging a needle over your skin. It's irritated, it gets irritated, it gets red. 
she goes, no, you don't understand. Let me send you a picture. So the tattoo, there's no color in it. It's black and white. It's a black and white tiger on his leg, the front of his leg. Half of it is just like blistering red. The other half is white, black and white, like it's supposed to be. She goes, that red's not color. There's no color in this tattoo. That's infected. And I saw the photos and I was like, oh shit. Yeah, that's that's not good. It's normal for a tattoo to be a little irritated. Your skin gets irritated when you run a needle over it. That's normal. But this was like bright red and just, it didn't look right. So they took him to the ER uh, and I get the call, like we're taking him to the ER. He's got mild sepsis. Sepsis means you have an infection in your blood, a blood infection. If you don't catch it fast enough, it can kill you. It's incredibly serious. So from the time he got the tattoo Tuesday, and he went to a reputable tattoo artist who's been doing it for years in Roseville, very well-known artist. I think he got, because it was on the front of his leg, the location, and I think probably the bandage wasn't completely covering it. God only knows, you know, he, he took a pee, had something on the inside of his pants. I don't know what happened. At some point, something got on it between Tuesday and Saturday, and it got infected. I don't think it had anything to do with the artist. I really don't. I know it didn't. Uh, but he was really sick. I mean, they got him in there. His oxygen level was bad. His white blood cell count was bad. His uh, his blood pressure was bad. He was dehydrated. You name it, man. None of it was good. And they're telling us it's mild sepsis, but we're sending him up to the ICU. And I'm like, the intensive care unit for mild sepsis? And they're like, yeah, you know. And I think maybe they were just trying not to scare him because he was young. They're like, yeah, you know, the room where we normally send people with sepsis is shut down, so we're going to send them to the ICU. They get him up in the ICU. They get him on a, a, a IV drip for fluids to hydrate him. They put him on magnesium, potassium, uh, antibiotics. They got him wired up, all kinds of stuff going into him to kill this infection. And they take him to, uh, they get a, a, a CAT scan, a CT of the tattoo just to make sure that the infection hasn't spread deeper into his body and it didn't luckily and they got him on IV and all his numbers straightened out he was there for a few days and they sent him home and he's good now but I guess after the fact what he told me they told him is no it wasn't mild sepsis it was just sepsis and had you waited one more day you could have lost your leg or died insane dude crazy like so I guess they were just trying to keep him calm and not scare him. They were like, you absolutely needed to be in the ICU until we got your numbers right. And then they moved him to another room and then they finally sent him home. So they had him on IV antibiotics for three days, fluids, all kinds of vitamins and stuff pumping in through his body. And then once they felt it was safe to send him home and that they knew the infection wasn't going to spread and his numbers were right, they sent him home with antibiotics to take by mouth to continue. And then he'll have to follow up and check in. But... Yeah, man, just a, a warning out there. I know tattoos are a hot fucking ticket item, and everybody's got them. I've got two. You've got the couple. Uh, you know, watch that shit. I've never, I've heard they can get infected. I've never known anybody that it's happened to. But, uh, you know, it, he said it really hurt. It just wasn't like burning or anything like that. He said it literally hurt in the spot where it was red, like if somebody kicked him in his leg. And then when he peeled it off and looked at it, he was like, oh shit, that's when it went to the ER. But, yeah, just watch that shit if you get a tattoo, you know, just keep an eye on it. It's important to keep it covered, keep it clean. Uh, you know, he's an 18-year-old kid, and he tried. He said he tried his best to keep it covered. 
But uh, something got in there. There was a little tear in it or something, and something got in there. But scary shit, man. Scary shit. Well, I've had several, uh, you know, people who, who, uh, you know, have had tattoos. And when I got mine, like, I've got a couple people who have, like, like tattoos are, like, their thing. You know what I mean? Yes. And they were, when I got my first one, they were like, listen. Make sure you put this on it. Make sure you keep it covered. Make sure you are very careful. You keep it wrapped. You do this for the first however many hours. Like, it's super important. Like, you basically have an open wound. Absolutely. Yeah, they're dragging a needle over your skin for hours. Right. I mean, hours, depending on what kind of tattoo you get. And rubbing it and dragging it. and Yeah, your skin's not a fan of that. And then you're putting ink inside of it. So, yeah, it's literally an open wound that has to heal. And Yeah, it's crazy. Well, I'm uh, certainly glad we didn't record. <laughs> Long story short. Yeah, certainly glad that uh, he got the uh, the uh, the attention he needed medically when he did, because that could have been much, much worse. Well, and I yeah, I didn't even put two and two together. You know, I wouldn't even have thought for a second it was because I have two tattoos, right? It's been ten years since I got mine. And, you know, I kept them covered for a day, and then I went about my business. You know, they, they're much more stringent and strict with what they give you now than they were even just 10 years ago. It's become such a bigger industry now, and they have more techniques and ways to protect it. But when she called me and said, yeah, he's throwing up, he threw up all night, and he's got a fever. I go, okay, he's got the flu. Yeah, send him here. I'll put him up. I went and got, like, Sprite and crackers and some applesauce, and I got his room ready, and I got a bowl for him to throw up. I said, oh, he'll lay in his room all day play suit you know play playstation i even texted you yeah he's just gonna play playstation all day right and then tomorrow he'll be better well had we done that god only knows what could have happened man so i'm really glad that he peeled off that you know because he said before he came to my house before he was going to get dropped off at my house he's like you know what before i go i want to get in the shower so he went to get in the shower and he saw that the bandage was falling off so he peeled it the rest of the way off and that's when he saw how red and irritated it was. And that's when it clicked and they went. But had he decided to wait and not take a shower, yeah, it could have been bad, man. And it's, uh, yeah, crazy, dude. Just, uh, yeah, I feel so blessed and lucky that that happened the way it, everything happens for a reason, right? So, well, yeah. Man. I'll tell you this, crazy. man, and I'm not going to say any names because I don't have, uh, you know, a clearance to say this. But uh, it's funny to me how things like that happen, right? I have a buddy who um, we were playing softball right. and he ran into somebody on our team. They like collided. Oh, shit. And yeah. then they do that thing, you know, you know how guys are like, oh, you good? Oh, yeah, I'm good. I'm surprised that guy got up, you know, because we're all tough guys. Right. And uh, then the next day he was really sore. Like he's like, man, I hope I didn't break a rib, something like that. Goes to the doctor to just double check to be safe. Right. Doctor comes right. back. This is like the not the official medical story, but to get you get the gist. Doctor came back and was like, yeah, the pain is from bruised ribs. Nothing's broken. But I want to talk to you about something. And on his scans, he had cancer. Oh, shit. And like yeah. high level stage three or four cancer. Oh, my God. And had he not ran into that dude and gone to the doctor, he would right. not have known until wow. you never know. Right. 
yeah absolutely like yeah. it like like your son like he's an 18 year old kid you would have gone off to bear river yeah and he would have been like oh i'm fine i'm fine i'm probably and, until like too late, it was too late. yeah because I, I mean a he's a guy so he's probably stubborn yeah and b he's young he doesn't know he doesn't you know what i mean like we're at that age now we're like we know the difference between something's a little off like i'm old or like something's wrong absolutely and you know he was so scared and that's how i knew it was bad because when she was when my ex was driving him to the hospital and said look i'm taking him to the hospital and she was telling me about the tattoo he was in the background going i think i'm gonna die like he was he was terrified and i've like never heard him even once we got to the hospital, anything the nurses said or the doctor said, he was like, what? Wait, what does that mean? What does that mean? Wait, what does that mean? What does that number mean? Why is that beeping? He, he was terrified. You know, right. and I forget that he's just, he's so big and he's got that deep manly voice. He's taller than me. He's 18. He's he like he, Yeah, he looks like he's 30. So you forget that he's just a kid sometimes. And he was terrified so i ended up spending the whole day saturday with him until i made sure he was better i wouldn't have gone camping if things had gone south obviously but his numbers got better he was on the mend and i went back the next day and sat with him for a couple more hours before we took off for camping and the doctors were like yeah we're moving him out of the icu his numbers are looking great he's gonna go home in a day or two so i was like okay we're in the clear dude i'm gonna go camping and then his mom came in and took over but yeah man it's it's insane it's the same thing uh my boy's uncle on his on his mom's side got in a car accident a few days ago on Facebook. And he was fine, but they checked him in just to check him out. And he got in there and they realized that, you know, again, I don't have clearance to say a name, but it's a family member on the ex's side. He, he doesn't listen, so it probably wouldn't matter. But anyway, uh, yeah, dude, they found out he had uh, something was wrong with his kidney and his blood pressure was off. Nothing to do, nothing related with the car accident. But they ended up keeping him there for like three days till they straightened that out. And he had no idea. He only just because he went to get checked out after being in a car accident. So yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, things line up, fate, uh, whatever you want to call it, you know. Uh, I call it this. God. I call it this. <laughs> Life sure is funny, man. Yes, it can be. That's the truth. <laughs> Not funny, haha, but just funny, funny. I don't know what you'd call it, but yeah, it's uh, scary crazy insane but long story short that's why we're on the phone again <laughs> well i'll tell you this like and that's the thing is like we talked about being busy and like so like yeah. you're like hey saturday so then like i'm trying to arrange rearrange my stuff so that i could fit in you know your window or you're trying to fit in my window and if one thing goes wrong we're like well i already got this this and this so this isn't gonna work or obviously like, hey, I got my son's going to the hospital. So then we're kind of on hold. You know what I mean? Right. I will tell you this, though. Yeah. Right now. Uh huh. I'm tired. Yeah, dude, I can relate. I can really relate. I've been super busy at work and then with all the insane stuff happening in life and the camping trip. You know what I learned this camping trip? Well, what I've it's been a few years. I haven't camped. We went to Bear River Reservoir, and I usually camp. We usually go there once a year. That's one of my favorite places in California. It's only like a little over an hour from Amador County. Well, it's in Amador County for my own. It's beautiful. I absolutely love it. Generally, we go up like on a Friday, set up, spend all day Saturday, and then tear down Sunday and come home. And 
I'm like, Ben, that's too much work. We need to get an extra day. So this time we went up on a Sunday, stayed Monday, Tuesday, and then packed up Wednesday and came home. And that extra day was a lot better. But what I realized, man, I am too damn old for tent camping. I am beyond tent camping. I realized that one of my goals, as soon as I can do it, sooner rather than later, whenever I can make it happen, I love to camp. Love it. Love to be in the outdoors. Want to sit around the campfire, make s'mores, swim. But I want a small, like, 20-foot RV. I, I want an RV. I want to be able to just pull up, park, and have what I need. You know, you, you pack everything in the car. You got to take two cars because I don't have a truck. So you're packing the tents, the sleeping bags, the pillows, the blankets, the food, the coolers. Everything gets packed. Then you get there and you unpack, right? You set up camp, set up the tents, set up the beds, set up the coolers, put out all the stuff for cooking, put all out, out the cool, the drinks, everything's set up. Then you're there for a couple of days and you tear it all back down, pack it in the car. Then you get home and unpack it, put it away, wash it. It's an insane amount of work for two days. It's crazy, dude. So I was like, my revelation on this camping trip was, I told my wife, and she's like, I don't mind doing the work. I said, I know you don't. I said, I know you don't, and I love it, but I don't want you to have to do that. Could you imagine what it would have been like if all we would have had to do was when we left is be like, hey, throw the camp chairs in the RV. We're going to pull out. That's it. That's all we would have had to do. And granted, there's things you got to do to get the RV ready, but there's things that are going to be in there all the time. Spoons, silverware, napkins, blankets, all that stuff will stay in there except for when it needs to be washed. So I got home, man, and I started looking. Like, even though I don't have the money, I just wanted to see. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just wanted to price them out. I came across in, in SoCal, I came across a 1999 20-foot RV. Perfect, 2022. Small enough you could still drive it around and not have to. I don't want to drive a bus. Had a tent, had a had a bed, a toilet, a sink, a shower, a stove, everything we would need. It was a 1999, had like 65,000 miles on it. It was like 14 grand. I told my wife, I said, if I had the money, I'd buy that shit right now. I said, that's the same price as my fucking car. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I said, I would camp in the summer. I'd camp once or twice a month. Just go up for the weekend if you had something like that. But man, my back, you know, we've, we've tried air mattresses, dude. We've tried egg crates. Nothing's, it's just not the same. It doesn't work, man. And, and it's, it's fine for now, but that is now like a goal goal like i don't know how i'm gonna make it happen but i'm gonna make it happen you know what i'm saying it's got to happen you like, got you got goals we got goals i love being out there man i love it but i don't want to sleep in a tent anymore i'm not afraid of being outside it's just i'm too old my back does not appreciate it anymore my back was like after three days my back was like fuck you bill what do you think you're doing like it was nuts dude but beautiful, man. I had a great time, but I, that's the revelation I came to while camping. Well, uh, I'm glad you came to that revelation. Yeah, it's going to be an expensive one, though. <laughs> hey, man. It's all good. Like, it's just uh, part of what we do, right? We, we, yeah. What's, what's next for us? What's our next goal? What's our next uh what are we looking forward to? What is something we want to grab? What's something we want to get onto? You know what I mean? Yeah. I would, so, I've always wanted to take a road trip, just uh -huh. like jump in the car and go. 
And an RV would be like ideal for that. You know, you just drive and be like, oh, is this where we want to stop? Where's the nearest KOA or where's the nearest campground? You know, like 20 something dollars, just pull in and stop. And there's so many places, dude, in California. You know, I take these trips and we go to, we've been to Hawaii and we go to Mexico and that's great. I love that. But there are places like a hundred miles from here that I've never seen ever just in the state there are so many things in the state of california that i've never been to seen or experienced it would be amazing to just hop in and just be able to go and that's one of my main dreams and goals i want to do that i want to travel but just see things close by like not necessarily i want to go to other places in the world too but just to see things right here in california that there's so many places i haven't been to yet like there's a lot i think that uh, the listeners are certainly reading between the lines bill you want to know what Boaz, Alabama has to offer. I do want to know what Boaz has, because if I was going to take a road trip, that could I, I might stop there. What, yeah. Savage, guess where I'm at? Not Boaz? Actually. Yeah. Funny you mentioned that. Yeah, we put some miles on the RV. But yeah, yeah, man. So that's, that's uh, when you were there last week. Yeah, last week I was right. there. Last Thursday and yeah. Friday, yeah. You took another... Uh, Took another flight out, and well, you got in on what? You get in on Friday? And no, no, out. no. I fly out on Thursday morning, about seven. Okay. I land in Atlanta about two ten. By the time we get the car, get out of the airport, uh, you know, it's two forty-five. <laughs> it's a two, two, two and a half hour drive to to Alabama. You know, stop, grab a little food on the way because it's lunchtime technically for me because it's around one, even though it's three or four there. Right. And then, uh, yeah, just ride on out to Alabama. Okay. You know, okay. as always, get on that that highway, slide through Gadsden, Alabama. Yes. Took my, I had a good opportunity to take my Gadsden, Alabama picture this time. Yeah, you sent me that picture from Gadsden, home of Yellow Wolf, one of That's our right. favorite, uh, one of our favorite artists. So yeah, that was that was cool. I got the picture you sent over with the "Welcome to Gadsden" sign, or yeah, something with something like that. I right? still think that's crazy, insane that my first out-of-state trip that I ever go to has me going through this small-ass town that Al- Yellow Wolf's from. Yeah, yeah. How often is it that that'd be like you know if you're a massive. Uh you know, Jay-Z fan and, and you, you got a job where they sent you through the Marcy projects or something, you know, yeah. or, or, you know, you're a big ice cube fan and you, they get you going through Compton or something, you know what I'm saying? Or long yeah. beach for Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's nuts, but that's just very random. Like that is so random of all the places in the world that you would go, that you would go through Gadsden. Like, and that's the thing, like um, New York. Okay. Compton. It's yeah, pretty much LA. Long beach is a big California. city. You know, yeah, it'd yeah. be like uh, there being somebody super famous, you know, from like Fiddletown. You know, yeah. and then and then you know, you 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 are a freaking social worker that works in Florida, and uh, you know, oh shoot, I got a kid. He's right outside of Fiddletown, dude. Right where you know DJ Billy A's from. Holy crap! Whatever, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's like like Gadsden's not big. I mean, it's big compared to Boaz, but my backyard's right. big compared to Boaz. So. Right there, you go. Is anybody from Amador County ever made it? Do we have a famous person? I can't think of one. I don't think we do. I really don't. Uh, I will tell you this. Yeah. The reason I'm tired. Yeah. Have, have you heard about uh, uh, the major happenings going down in the golf world? I have not. No. So. There's this thing called the Live Tour. Have you heard anything okay. about that? 
I have not. No, I haven't. Uh, so the Live Tour, and I'm going to give you the exact definition of what the Live Tour is. All right. So Live Golf, L-I-V, golf is a professional golf tour financed by the Public Investment Fund, the Sovereign Wealth Fund of Saudi Arabia. The name Live is a reference to the Roman numeral for 54. And the score of every, if every hole on par 72 course were birdied, uh, the number of holes to be played at live events. So it is this tour that is basically created by the wealth fund, like basically just an insane amount of money of Saudi Arabia. Okay. And they are poaching the majority of PGA players. Okay. To come play in this tournament. No, in the league. It's oh, not it's a tournament, a it's the league. They're stealing oh. people from the PGA. And they're paying oh, so them they're like insane amounts. So it'd be like if the XFL reached out and started stealing players from the NFL, basically. Yes. They they had more money to throw around. I don't think the XFL's a thing anymore. But the, if, if they were wealthy and had a ton of money to throw around and they started going like, hey, you know what, man? Yo, yo, uh, Aaron Rodgers, come here. Yeah. Right. Okay, I see what you're saying now. No, I have not heard anything about this. So, and, and not just like nobodies, like big names. Yeah. Phil Mickelson. Okay. 200 million. That's what they offered him to mm-hmm. jump ship and come over. Gone. Okay. He's old, but he's still winning. He's still a name. Oh, uh, Bryson DeChambeau. Okay. Right. These are not just no, no guys. You know, these right. are, these are, these are big name dudes. Carlos Ortiz, Pat Perez, Jason Cockrack, or Cockrack. Uh, anyway, big name guys. Anyway, so the Live Tour is a big thing, right? So now, like, there's this. The PGA is like, oh, the prestige of the records and stuff. But then the Live Tour is like, well, if you want to make your money. Yeah, you, you know, that's paid. interesting. I didn't realize that, um, that you were solely, if you're playing, like, I didn't think of the PGA as a league like the NBA or the NFL. Like, I just figured you could golf anywhere, like any tournament. If you're a pro, I always just figured, you know, like Happy Gilmore. Like, remember in Happy Gilmore, and I know movies aren't reality, but Happy just bounced around and she seemed like he played where I just always assumed it was like, whatever, I'm just going to play wherever I want. Like, like whatever tournament it is, whether it's sanctioned or not, like just to make money. I didn't know that you were like signed to like a contract. Like yeah, that. it's a, it's no a league. It's like the... NFL, it's like, you know, and NBA, same kind of thing. Okay. So anyway. Something new every day. I had no yeah. idea. Have you heard of the Live Hack Tour? No. No, I have not. So the Live Hack Tour has some huge names. Got you. Uh, it's got uh, Jeff, the Mariposa Mauler, Aaron Guena. Oh, okay, nice. Uh, yeah. It's got uh, Nathan, Shake and Bake, Kincaid. Okay. Uh, Scott Savage O'Malley Bittner. Okay, nice. Yeah. These names all ring a bell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, now these are names I know. Yeah. <laughs> and then one guy just has one name. It's not even his name. It's, okay. it's just a name. He goes by Bono. Okay. Yeah. So, anyway, this is... Uh, this Saudi money or what? Uh, it's, uh, it's, 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 uh, the Wealth Investment Fund of, uh, California employed. Okay, nice, nice. That works too. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, this is the Little same less funding there. Yeah, yeah, 
Uh, this is the same group of guys that went on the Monterey trip. Okay. That we talked about. Uh, yes. And then, uh, so uh, that's why I'm tired today, is uh, there was a Live Hack event today in Gilroy. Nice. Yeah, at the uh, Eagle Ridge uh, Golf Club in Gil- Gilroy. <laughs> Just another quality uh, I- event. Uh, yes. So it's really, uh, that's why I'm tired, buddy, because I got up early. Me and uh, Kincaid drove out to sh- to uh, Gilroy, met up with Aaron Guena. Bono didn't make it. He had another uh, appearance, so gotcha. didn't make it this, this week. So, uh, But, uh, yeah, the Live the live Hack Tour is massive. Grab any garlic while you're out there in Gilroy. Oh, wow. Garlic festival, baby. That's, what, that's big time out there. Oh, it's big. You can smell it. I've never been, man, but you know, they, one thing that has always intrigued me is they talk about the garlic ice cream. And I'm like, how does that work? One of these days, I'm just going to go out there. Stockton has the asparagus festival, and I've also heard they do asparagus ice cream, too. I've never been to either. Well, I can tell but, you this, and this, isn't, this is something that I, you may or may not have heard about it. You may or may not have tried it. This is okay. something that is a thing, but I only tried it because... A girl I was dating, um, this was normal to her. She is was of Asian descent. And uh, okay. I tried and enjoyed very much avocado ice cream. Avocado ice cream. Okay. It's a See, thing, I, my I, guy. I, yeah, I had no idea. I mean, I've heard of, I've had deep fried ice cream where they bread it and deep fry it, which is delicious. Um, but yeah, I know that. Like I said, there's the asparagus festival and there's the uh, the garlic festival, and I know they both have different kinds of ice cream. And I've, the food is supposed to be incredible at both of those, and I've heard about it for years and years and years, and I've never been. It's one of those things where, one of these days, you know, when life's not in the way, I'll load up the RV and get out there. There it is. There it is. <laughs> Some, you know, a little call back there. You like the way I did that? So I know Mahler's going to be excited. Yeah, absolutely. You know, to hear that uh, the Live Hack Tour is getting the uh, the pub that it finally deserves. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Get you guys that money eventually. Hopefully, let's let's grow that. Let's expand on that. Make it happen. Uh, yeah. Also, one other thing, if you don't mind me dabbling into Not a little something. I got to tell you. Oh, before we get to that, once you list off all the movies you've seen, you were just telling me before we got on the old microphone that you just been running through some movies. I've been on a tear. Yeah, well, the last time we recorded, we uh, we, we gave ourselves some homework. Oh, I failed at uh, that, by the way. Yeah, well, it happens. It happens. So I watched on Netflix, I watched um, The Gray Man, which is a Netflix original. I also watched Me Time. With Kevin Hart and Mark Wahlberg, which is also a Netflix original. Um, I watched The Hurt Locker, which is just on Netflix. Uh, I watched Men in Black 3, which I'd never seen. Um, Was surprised by that. I actually really enjoyed that. Uh, The second one's terrible, so I stayed away from the third one, never watched it. It was actually pretty good. Still not as good as the first, but good. I also watched uh, today The Samaritan, which is on Amazon. Uh, with Sylvester Stallone. Uh, really good. Thoroughly enjoyed that. I'd highly recommend that to anybody out there. Uh, good movie. Good movie. But yeah, man, I've been on a tear between that and uh, 
I've also been watching The Boys. Uh, actually, just wrapped up The Boys and uh, started She-Hulk. So yeah, man, all kinds of viewing lately. Well, I can tell you, uh, I definitely wanted to watch Hurt Locker. Haven't gotten to that. You'll like. Said that, I was I gonna watch Gray Man. Didn't get to it. Right. Um. Didn't even know about Me Time. We talked about the Good Samaritan at the beginning of the year. We talked about the movies coming out this year. Yeah. Uh, so I, I definitely want to get that. Samaritan has a nice twist, man, that I think you'll appreciate. And it's a darker superhero story. Uh, kind of ha- reminded me of a Batman scenario, which I think you'll appreciate. Uh, I think you'll like it. I just, just started the boys yesterday. Great Getting season, into the season. Man. Uh, oh my god, dude! I, I could just tell you this: if you haven't uh, watched the boys, make sure you get into it. Uh, it doesn't take long for this season to get real, dude. Every season they up the ante on uh, what, how they can surprise you, what they're gonna do. Like this season, and I know you're only just starting it. I just finished it. Um, the the creative ways, I, I don't know how else to put it, the creative ways they find to kill people it is insane. And then the sexual stuff in this season is crazy. Like, it's all over the top and really cartoony and silly. Uh, so it's never like, oh, it's too gory or it's too realistic. It's, But it's so good. I don't know how else to put it, man. It's it was really funny to me as I was thinking about crazy. this. Like, it's such a fine line, right? Like, there's there's a way to not take yourself seriously, still do what you do, and still be good. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Right? They do that well. That's the opposite opposite of what I felt like the Thor movie did. Correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, They tried too hard and missed the mark. Like, there was no balance. It was just cheese and over the top. Right. The boys could easily go that way. Like you could easily be turned off by the the violence or the sex or the but they balance it out really well. Um it's never overbearing or too much. And I will say that this third season was every bit as good as the last two. I was so sad when it ended. I want to know what happens next. Um Well, I can tell you this. I feel like so the wor- the world is better. When you got, and uh, if you listen to this podcast and have listened and you still have sensitive ears, I don't know how you've done it, but hide your ears. There you go. Uh, the world is better when you got Billy Butcher out there calling people cunts. And twats. Yeah. I <laughs> Dude, that actor, I love that guy so much, but you know who I got to give the props to? The guy that plays Homelander. Anthony is, Starr. Oh, my God, dude. He, the way he's so subtle and so calm and yet terrifying. Like when he's in a room and he puts his hand on one of the other super shoulders and he's talking to them very softly, but they're terrified because they know at any moment he could just snap them like a twig or just burn through them with his laser eyes. He walks into a room and you could you feel the tension watching it from your living room. Like he's so good. And it's crazy because when you see him in interviews, 
he's this goofy British dude. Like he's like not that guy in real life at all. He does it so well. Oh my God, dude. I can't wait for you to get into this season and see what happens, man. It's phenomenal, man. I, I, uh, you're in for a ride, dude. I, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I can't wait to hear. We'll dig in when you're done, man, and talk about it. But yeah, I, I loved it. Did you watch She-Hulk? I haven't. Uh, I did. Uh, I was in. Uh, this certainly interested. Uh, I like we talked about the original trailer. I was like, eh, whatever. But then, yeah. like, the trailers got better. And then, like, on top of that, it's gotten really good reviews. And some yes. people that I know that I trust have been like, it's really good, dude. I enjoy it. So well, I'd I'll su- tell you, man, as, as somebody, as your co-host here, I'm two episodes in and I went in kind of like you, like, eh, whatever, you know, Ally McBeal meets the Hulk. Uh, I think it's fun. It's, uh, I enjoyed the first two episodes. It's, 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 it's going to be a good time, I think. It's going to be different. But in a good way, like it's going to it's going to break away from your typical stereotypical, you know, superhero genre show and and do something different, but not not in a bad thing, because, you know, hey, lawyers are, are fighting crime, too, just in a different way. It's, it's she tells you right out the gate. She talks to the camera and she goes, look, like I, this is a lawyer show. She says that she looks right into the camera because she talks to the camera a la like Ferris Bueller or Deadpool. You know, and she she'll tell you like lawyer show told you this is a lawyer show like, but yeah, man, it's 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 funny and smart and charming. Like this young lady that they got to play She Hulk is good, uh, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for the third episode. I'm excited for it. But yeah, it's uh, they were trying to trash it before it even came out. I think I shot you the interview where I'm like, they say how terrible it was. I'm like, dude, the shit hasn't even come out yet. And they're already saying it's terrible. Like, I'm like, give it a chance, man. Like, uh, can I tell you this? You know when you said she looks at the camera, do you know what that's called? It's called breaking the third wall. Fourth wall. Fourth wall, excuse me, yes. That's breaking right. the fourth wall means doing or saying something that either explicitly or implicitly acknowledges the artificiality of the environment and the fact that both of the presenters and audience are aware of that artificiality. Exactly. She does it a lot. Um, they'll wink at the camera, like give you a nod, like they know. Like at one point, she's talking to Bruce on the phone, uh, and he talks about he makes a kind of a reference to the fact that there was another guy that played the Hulk. He says something like, "Oh, you know that happened so long ago. I was a different person then." And they both kind of look at the camera and smile for a second, and then look back, like. It's that kind of stuff. And like so far in the Marvel universe, the only one that's ever done that is Deadpool. So she's only the second. This is only the second. Uh, and Deadpool wasn't actually in the, isn't really in the MCU yet. He hasn't done an MCU movie right. yet. Deadpool was Fox. So actually, in all actuality, She Hulk is the first MCU character to break the fourth wall. But I, I didn't know if I was going to like that. It works. It, uh, I, I'm enjoying it. Which leads me to now, I probably got to go back and watch. I have still yet to watch uh, Ms. Marvel. And I've heard nothing but good things about that. So eventually, maybe I've got to give that one a shot, too, because I haven't watched it. But, you know, I hear good things. Well, I'll tell you this. I got two things for you. Um, All right. 
first and foremost, did you you get rid of HBO Max? I did. Okay. Yeah, I let it expire. Okay. Uh, the reason I know who Anthony Starr is, aka Homelander. Yeah, I heard he was in another show that was really good. Yeah, it's called Banshee. Uh huh. And uh, it was on, I believe, Cinemax, but it's on <laughs> HBO Max now. And okay. uh, Banshee is insanely good. Okay. Insanely good. I've heard that. I heard it's strange, but good. I don't think it's strange at all. I think it's pretty, no. pretty okay. just badass. Like it's not, especially in the world of that we live in now. That's not strange. It's just okay. That's just what somebody told me. I haven't seen it, so oh, no. You know, speak- go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say, speaking of HBO Max, did you hear that Warner Brothers uh, made the decision to axe? They had planned. I don't know if you remember. We talked about it a while ago. HBO Max was going to have a shitload of DC programming. Like they were going to do a Penguin show. They were going to do a Catwoman show, a Batwoman show. And DC all of a sudden has, or Warner Brothers, one of them has dropped the hammer and said, nope, we are going to be about standalone films. The DC universe is not going to have this television universe that crosses over into the movie universe. We're not. Basically, they're not chasing Marvel. They're not going to even attempt it. So they have axed anything, any future plans. I guess, uh, what was the one with uh, the wrestler, the John Cena? Mm-hmm. That one will probably keep going and get another season. But any future shows that haven't happened yet, they've basically said, nope, we're about the films. We're the cinematic universe. We're not doing that because they're just trimming the fat cutting the budget i don't know what happened but i did read that because yeah hbo max was gonna have like five batman shows that had didn't have batman but came from that universe and now they're like no not happening anymore Mm. so yeah but i don't know so i don't know how that fares for hbo max though because that was going to be like their bread and butter they were going to be the dc channel like (laughs) that was that's hbo max's thing so uh, and they have that deal with Warner Brothers where they were showing all their films. So I don't know how that affects them because I let HBO Max go because once the movies were done, I wasn't there was not, not much on there that was like drawing me in. Like I liked uh, Peacemaker, but once that ended, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing here. I'll get it back if something amazing shows up. But there was really nothing. And I was spending $15 a month. And I'm like, what am I getting from this? You know, I didn't watch anything else on it. Once Peacemaker ended. <coughs> uh, so, yeah, but I did hear that. Um, and and also in the DC world, um, what's his name? The kid who plays the Flash? Yeah. I guess had a meeting and uh, has sat down with the execs at Warner Brothers in DC. And they're attempting to kiss and make up because I guess they have now pushed... The Flashpoint movie was supposed to drop this summer. Now it's summer of 2023. And if they were going to even allow it at all, they were actually considering axing it, just like cutting it completely, even though they spent a shit ton of money to do it. They were seriously contemplating not having it at all. And I guess they have been in talks. He's been seen going in and out of the offices to try to fix this, to try to put the shit back in the horse. So... 
Um, you know, hey, I can tell I, you I this. I, heard... I, I want to see that movie. So I heard from somebody that you, in fact, can't put the shit back in the horses. What I was told. Yeah, I've always. Yeah, we had talked about that on a previous episode. Well, they're going to attempt it. He's been in talks and showed up to meetings and he's been apologizing for and ashamed of his behavior, which they always basically, are. Basically, he's like, oh, fuck, I just fucked up my check. That's really all that means. But but whatever, you know, as long as we get a good movie out of it and he quits fucking around and stops being a D-bag, I'll be OK with it. But I just want to see the movie. So what I read today, I just read read that today. They pushed that to June of 2023 if it's going to come out at all. And I'm like, man, all that hype about friggin' bringing back uh, the old Batman, the old 1988 Batman, and now we're not getting the movie till 2023. Screw you guys, man. Like, come on. Like, you know, we can do, you know, we can do it that, buddy. Hmm. Just throw that right next to, uh, right next to uh, Mount Westmore. Right, we'll get the new, <laughs> we'll get the Flash movie, Mount Westmore, uh, the new Red Man album, the Andre 3000 solo album. Those are all going to happen. Uh, the the Detox, those are all coming. The, the, Helter Skelter. Yes, Ice Cube and Dr. Dre. All that stuff's happening at some point. It's probably going to drop about 2026, and you're going to miss it all because you're going to be in your RV camping. Yes. Well, you know what. So be it if that's the case, my friend. I'll be all right with that. Hey, I'll tell yeah, you this, so, but hey, what happened? Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I, I was, was going to say before we get out of here, I wanted to say I finished up something uh, literally today, uh, okay. and it's uh, it's been six years in the making. Oh wow! Uh, it's uh, it's uh, it's a show, and it was on TNT. Okay. And ranking shows is really hard because there's so much stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I will say this. Uh, excluding, excluding streaming shows. So like anything that's ever been on Netflix or Disney Plus, any of those kind of things. But just regular TV shows. Right. This show is probably, it's definitely in my top 10. And it okay. very well may be in my top five. All right, uh, and it just it? ended. The series finale was tonight. I watched it before you, before we were gonna record, and it was a show called. It's a show called Animal Kingdom. Oh, okay. On Not TNT, familiar. and it is uh, over, and uh, it was phenomenal. Um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, like most shows, the first three seasons, you know, two or three seasons are always the best. And then they got to try to figure it out. You know what I mean? Sure. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, but they, some of the guys we've had uh, that were in it were uh, Sean Hatosi. Do you know who that is? Mm-mm. So Sean Hatosi was uh, he was a cop in Southland. Uh, he okay. was uh, on Animal Kingdom. He was in John Q. Uh, anyway, oh, okay. I've seen John Q. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who else? Ben Robeson, Jake Weary, uh, Ellen Barkin. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. Finn Cole. If you know Finn Cole, is uh, he's jo- Josh Cody, Jay Cody on this show. He's also Michael in Peaky Blinders. Um, okay. So, anyway, uh, just this six, six years 
Uh, Dennis uh, Dennis Leary came in and played uh, played uh, one of the characters. Uh, Dennis so, Leary. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So uh, six years. One of my favorite shows of all time. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, if you haven't watched it and are interested in watching it, I'll just tell you what it is. Just a little bit of a. Um, <clears throat> it's a. Uh, so, it's a serial drama, crime film, family drama. That's what the uh, they, that that's it's uh, called. Um, that's and, the description. Yeah. The TV description yeah, of yeah. it. Yeah. If you want me to, this may or may not affect you at all. The official IMDb rating for the show. Okay. 8.2. Hmm. Nice. So I believe that's pretty good. That is pretty good, yeah, because they're tough. IMDb, I told you I just watched that Samaritan. Yeah. I think it had like a six on IMDb, and I, I really enjoyed it. So, real yeah, quick. They're, they're tough. The, ser- the series centers on 17-year-old J- Joshua J. Cody, who after the death of his mother moves in with his estranged relatives, the Codys, who run a criminal f- family enterprise set in Oceanside, California, that's governed by the respected matriarch Janine Smurf Cody. That's Ellen Barkin. Uh, Cody's partake in numerous criminal activities and pull off various heists to make monies. These jobs are undertaken by Jay's uncle, who consists of Baz, Smurf's adopted son, Andrew Pope Cody, Craig Cody, Darren Cody, all their sons. Um, so it's basically like, it's just, uh, it's like a heist family criminal. It's a lot of action, a lot of killing, a lot of madness. It's, uh, fast paced. It's good stuff, man. If you like shows like that and you haven't watched animal kingdom, you'll love it. Uh, if you haven't watched it, uh, the first five seasons are on Amazon prime for free. The sixth right. season was on TV right now, so it's not on there. But, but it will be. Eventually. It will be eventually. So if you haven't watched it, by the time you get through all those, you'll be, be ready there. for six. So, uh, yeah. Savage O'Malley gives it the very much two oh nine cosine Animal Kingdom. Animal uh, Kingdom. Okay. Animal Kingdom has nothing to do with animals. Got you. But uh, Animal Kingdom on TNT. It sounds like. Yeah. Oh, there's some. There's some absolutely animalistic nature to the to it but uh yeah yeah so uh that that's what i finished up today animal kingdom uh nice. i know it's uh it's always sad to see a show go but like i'm really glad like it's one of those ones that didn't go too long right you don't want to wear out the welcome and drag it out like i always remember like friends did like 11 seasons you know and it's like okay how long before we know these guys are going to get back together and get married or whatever the fuck they're going to do it's like at a certain point, you're dragging it out for the dollar signs. You know what I'm saying? And, Don't do and, that shit. And here's the problem, and I'll tell you with me, is I'm the kind of guy that once I'm invested, yeah, I very rarely just cut bait. Right. Like, I'm in, I'm all right, well, I got to see it through, my dude. Got to see it through. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Which is the yeah. reason I'm one, I mean, there's a lot of people left, but I'm one of the few people that's finishing Walking Dead all the way through. Yeah, I gave up on that about four seasons in. I, I really did. Yeah, well, I'm saying like I, I was, you know, once you get once you cross that barrier, when you're like six or seven episodes, seasons in, well, now I got to see it through, my dude. Yeah. Well, hey, you know, the guy. Um, uh, who's the guy from The Walking Dead with the spiked baseball bat, the villain? Oh, uh, 
his name on the show or his real yeah, name? Yeah, that, that actor. It doesn't matter. Either oh, way. his name's Negan. Negan is going to be in season four of The Boys they just announced. No, obviously not Negan, but that actor. I don't know what he's playing yet, but they've announced that he's in season four. He's a good actor. So I'm like, yo, whatever that guy's going to do, let's go. I'm like ready. Like His name's yeah. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, by the way. Yes, Jeffrey Dean Morgan is going to be in season four of The Boys. So I'm bring it on baby let's go i'm stoked for that that's awesome oh and i did watch i forgot a movie i watched tell me i also watched the day shift with jamie fox another netflix original okay on a tear that's the that, oh the, vampire that's right hunt, hunt vampires for money snoop dogg jamie fox and uh james franco uh his little brother i think it's dave franco i forget i don't know not bad i i don't want to talk too much about it because if, if you decide to watch it i think you will we can dig in later but uh definitely not what i expected different than what i thought it was going to be i got before we get out of here last thing i just yeah. want to tell you i love when shows do this um do you know who gary cole is the actor yeah yeah that name sounds so gary yeah, cole is uh if you watch office space he's lumberg yes i've he, seen office he, space okay he, he's uh he's uh, ricky bobby's dad Yep, 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 yep. Gotcha. <clears throat> so Gary Cole uh, is on NCIS. <laughs> okay, I didn't know that. He essentially took over for Mark Harmon. Oh, okay. As like the old grizzled leader of the team. Right. Mark Harmon's not dead. I'm not really sure what happened or if he took a break or what's going on with that. But so right. anyway, Gary Cole did like this uh, stepped in thing, whatever, right? Right. As I mentioned, he was Lumberg in Office Space. Love Office Space, yeah. So I'm watching NCIS, and they're sitting in the bullpen, and uh, you know, there's the team of NCIS agents, and uh, Gary Cole is like, they're like, hey, somebody else on the team was like, hey, we're about done. You guys want to go get a drink or something like that? And Gary Cole goes. No, I gotta finish these TPS reports. Nice. And the guy, yeah. and the and the guy, one of the other guy goes, "You mean TPC reports?" And he goes, "What did I say? TPS." And he goes, "Huh, old habits." <laughs> and I thought that was fantastic, dude. Like, yes, I was like, I wonder how many people didn't get that, and I wonder how many people did get that. Oh, dude, that movie, yeah, Office Space. I got that Blu-ray somewhere, man. I, I yeah, I, I love that movie. That. Um, I noticed you've been yeah. missing a lot of work. Yeah, I wouldn't say I've been missing it, Bob. Yeah, um, yeah. So we're gonna need you to uh, come in on Saturday. Yeah, just to do that movie. One of those absolute cult. Uh, you, you know, there's certain movies. Friday. Rush Hour, you know, there's those cult classics, The Fifth Element, movies that may not have been the biggest box office smashes, but that will live forever because they just got those diehard followings. And Office Space is right there, dude. Like, you know, with the Friday and with Cheech and Chong's Up in Smoke and, you know, those type of movies. Like, so good, dude. Yeah, he's awesome. That's funny, man. I'm so glad they threw that in there. It's nice when they give somebody a nod like that. Sam, not going to work anymore here anymore. That's for sure. Yeah, that's so good, dude. They, I always love the scene in that movie where the guy is bumping Scarface in the car. 
and it's the diary and it's not like it's not the hit it's not never seen a man cry till i seen a man die he's bumping like one of the deep cuts on the album and saying it word for word and then the black guy walks by and he locks the door and uh, turns the music down and go oh shit yeah but he's singing he's singing the most gangster scarface lyrics ever dude and then the black guy walks by and he turns the music down and locks the door always one of my favorite scenes classic Speaking stuff of- we were supposed to see Scarface. Did we ever talk about that on here? I don't want to talk about it right now, bro. I know it sucks. Anyway, so painful yeah. for me. Yeah. Anyway, so man, you got some more homework still, dude. Lots of movies, um, lots to talk about next time we, whether we do it on the phone or get together. Hey, we're get, we got the movies coming up. I got a golf tournament tomorrow. We could talk about that. Right. 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 So a yeah. lot of stuff going on. Hell yeah. Well, until the next else? time, then I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got shit tons to talk about. But uh, yeah, anything else before I get us on up out of here? No, sir. I hope you feel better. I hope you don't have, uh, you know, round two or three or whatever it would be for you. Yeah, it would be two for me. Yeah, so far so good. Two tests in, no COVID. So I'm hoping it's just a regular cold. But yeah, I'll get us on up out of here, man. I appreciate that. All right. In the immortal words of my man, George Clinton, anything good is nasty, but it ain't good unless you play with it. So go out there and have some fun, my people. And until the next time, we will see you in the two. Oh, nine. Mercy over here at my feet like you're done. Peace. Bye.